Hello friends, we're back on this feed to discuss, debate, and maybe argue about the 2024 Oscars. As was the case last year, the nominees were announced and it turns out we've got a lot of work to do. 2023 was a stellar year for movies. Many important figures of Hollywood made interesting films and there was a very worthy list of nominees. Imagine a year where Michael Mann, Ridley Scott, and David Fincher all made long gestating passion projects and not a single one received a nomination. For those new to the feed, welcome and thank you for joining. My name's Matt, I'm a teacher, I'm a film lover and I take this all very seriously. And with me will be my wife, Christina, who's also a teacher and much more interested in reading and human interaction and has a much more lighthearted approach to this. Together, we're gonna to examine each of the 10 nominated films and offer our explanations for why each film could win an Oscar on the big night. We won't always agree, we will veer off track, and we may spar verbally on our takes, hence our honey title. We're so happy you're listening, and we hope you enjoy the return of Ballot Boxing. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. <laughs> uh, you can guess what movie we're doing, friends. So we're starting the season with, after our intro episode, with season season two, episode two, Barbie. Barbie. Barbie, which we saw in July, August. August. We saw it in August because it was after I got back from Italy. After you returned from Italy, yeah. Yes. And Elizabeth saw it twice and loved it. Correct. And your sister and mother loved it uh, back when everyone was loving it. Yeah. Well, let's not get too far out over our skis on when everyone was loving it because i think it's still adored i think that uh really there's some yeah the recent disagree the recent uh backlash i think we have let's avoid the phrase here i think is recency bias let's avoid oh, jumping too far in on you know one or two news outlets uh voicing outrage there's been a lot of who else who else voiced outrage now? i haven't heard from it. the moment they saw it Besides yeah. you? No, no, no. Me. That's who I'm looking for there. Yeah. Me. I hated it from yeah. the get go. Oh, if you remember. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we recap this stupid movie then? <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in on fire. So maybe we should just cut and retake this. No. No. Okay. All right. Fine. No. I yeah. don't like it. So our structure here will be that you're going to provide a summary of the movie. Mm -hmm. It'll be dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> And It'll be ferocious. Barbie did this. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, invectives and, and nasty adjectives. Uh, yeah, so you'll summarize the plot. I'll I'll assist where necessary because uh -huh. um, it has been a few months since we saw this one. In all and fairness, we don't have time to watch it again. No, nor do I want. Although to. it's on, it's on our movie channel don't now. Know. Like it's no. cycling, so I've seen bits and pieces of it, fifteen minutes here and there, repeatedly. Great. Because um, Margot Robbie's in it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, She's and okay looking, we'll talk I guess. about why we think it had a, has a chance to win Best mm -hmm. Picture, and we'll talk about why we don't think it has a chance to win Best Picture, and then I've got a few questions for you. So okay. go ahead with our... Uh, my recap. Your recap. My recap might be dripping. There were elements of it I liked, and I will mention those. So we started off in Barbie Land with Barbie and Ken. And Ken is not being treated very well by all the Barbies, including Barbie, Margot Robbie herself, that he's obsessed with. Um, and she just sees him as a friend and that apparently is a problem for Ken. And, uh, so we Ken, go, Ken has no purpose. 
Ken has no Because unless, unless Barbie pays him attention, he, mm -hmm. he has literally nothing to do. Mm -hmm. In Barbie land, mm -hmm. which is the, a very empowering, female-dominated, mm -hmm. imaginary world. Yes, the opposite of patriarchy. Whatever is it, matriarchy? It would be okay. Um, so we are we start off in Barbie land. It's all it's all Barbies, and then Barbie starts having thoughts and weird things start happening to her. Like she is no longer able to float down from the roof of her house, and she starts thinking about death, which is a big problem. Yeah. Right, the big dance scene, great Dua Lipa song. I mentioned I'm mentioning things I liked about it. Yes. And then they go to see not nominated. For best song. Ridiculous. Right? But Ridiculous. To, to quote Amanda Dobbins, the dirge. It is a dirge. By <laughs> Billie Eilish. Yeah. Whisper. <laughs> um, so then they. It's got to be breathier than that. I can't. I can't do, do it. Do an impersonation. So then they go up to see what's Kate, Kate McKinnon's Barbie. Uh, Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie. Weird Barbie has been altered by her owner. And so oh. she has marker on her face and her hair is cut off and dyed. And she's wearing a hundred different outfits. Just for the record. I never did that to my Barbies. Like, I know, I know that some girls, boys, children did, mm -hmm. but like, I don't know any of them just for the record. Amy never did that to her Barbies. I never did that to my Barbies. Like I never saw a Barbie that looked like that. And yet, if you go to garage sales and look around in the boxes, like there were, obviously there were girls who had dozens and dozens of dolls. And so there would have been one that was I, like, I had or a, a little brother got a hold of it and, and destroyed it. It's ridiculous. Anyways, yeah. they go up and see Weird Barbie, and Weird Barbie says you have to go to the real world because whoever owns you has stopped playing with you, and that's why all these weird things are happening to you. So Barbie ventures into the real real world, accompanied by Ken, in a very funny scene in the Barbie mobile in the Barbie convertible, which I had. Um, I think I had an off-brand Barbie convertible actually. You had the Barbie Dreamhouse too. I her. did not. Elizabeth I had, had it. Elizabeth had it. I had the Shira house. Oh, okay. And the Shira waterfall for the bath. I was more of a Shira girl, which actually tracks. <laughs> but you're not gay. <laughs> not gay. <laughs> but I, I just think that's like, yeah, that's just funny. So um, <laughs> I, I like Shira. So, and I like Shira, the new Shira on Netflix. I've been watching it a little bit. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay. So, and there's a gay character in it. And there's like a chubby character in it. Like they've done better than Sheer. Well, of the everybody's 80s. doing better now. Well, it makes me the 80s was, makes me happy. Eighties was a hard time. Eighties mm, was rough. So we all grew up to have eating disorders. First time to grow up. <laughs> so yeah, so they go to the real world, accompanied by Ken in a very funny Barbie convertible scene where he just pops up from the back seat and she's belting out "Closer I Am to Thine" by the Indigo Girls. Yeah. Very funny. Um, and she gets to the real world and finds out about patriarchy and Ken finds out about patriarchy and it gives him a bit of a purpose, although not the kind of purpose we want. And he goes back to Barbie world and turns it into a hellhole. Mm -hmm. And Barbie has to like... Of stereotypical maleness. It's just the worst. And uh, when he gets home, he when he gets back to Barbie land, he, yeah, he, he does not do good things. And Barbie has to go back to Barbie land and sort of like get the Barbies to outthink Ken and the other Kens. Um, and save, save, uh, reestablish their paradise. Yeah. But like in a new way, right at the end, they've established it in a new way. And Barbie decides to go to the real world. Yeah. Like that's the, the big thing is that she, she would rather, I don't know, go to the real world and live a normal life and die then stay in Barbie land. Cease to exist anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then, then go to Barbie land with Ken. Yeah. So that's the, there's like a, 
a darkness mm-hmm. that lurks in this film. Oh my God, lurks. So America Ferrer is in it, and I'm sure everyone who is listening to this has already heard, does like this huge... The movie made, it's worth mentioning, the movie made like $1.3 billion or yeah, something. Because... So everybody saw it. So yeah. I don't I don't, I don't, don't feel bad about potentially spoiling this one because yeah. I think the memification and the popularity of it yeah. would indicate that we're probably not going to be... No. So there's a big speech about being a woman that America Ferrera says which um, people seem to have been very affected by and which just made me sad and depressed. And I wanted to leave yeah. at that point. That was the point where I was like, oh, I'm done with this stupid movie. Yeah. It's, it really ceased to be a comedy. Yes. At that point, it was still going for jokes and yes. it was still trying to be effervescent and mm-hmm. bubbly, mm-hmm. but it's the, like the having a death scene and then being like, no, here's some jokes. Yeah. The philosophy that underpins the narrative, the script is all about like, what does it mean? What does it mean to be a woman? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. What was I, I mean for? I'm mansplaining a, a, a movie here. My, you know, there are those who who saw it as very empowering. Mm-hmm. I saw it as really dispiriting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sitting there next to Elizabeth watching it and thinking, this is a really strange mixed message that's coming across here. Well, and what is Elizabeth the women are all taking taking away from? Or just what is she? I think she just saw costumes and big music and yes. and. Uh, you know, uh, dance numbers and mm-hmm. singing and it's all oh, that everybody's having fun. Mm-hmm. She's not looking at it with a critical no, lens. Um, but we certainly both as parents were switched on to like, what is this message for our daughter? Mm-hmm. And, you know, d- there's a lot of anger, I mm-hmm. think, simmering. And I think you agreed with me on this. There's mm-hmm. a lot of anger simmering. And the women who created the film, Greta Gerwig, who helped from concept to mm-hmm. to direction and casting and Margot Robbie, who was involved all the way along mm-hmm. in bringing it to, to the screen. This is deliberate mm-hmm. with the, the, the politics and the philosophy behind what they're saying is intentional. Mm-hmm. It's not accidental. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be that like the message is being a woman is horrifying mm-hmm. all the time that men are terrible to women, women are terrible to women, mm-hmm. and that women are unfairly burdened for all eternity, mm-hmm. and that, and that the only no escape there's no there's no escape other than to cease to exist. Now that may be a, a gross misread of the thing, but mm-hmm. like you and I, you and I saw it the same way, mm-hmm. and I know there's others who didn't, who who were less impacted by the 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 shine and the gloss, mm-hmm. and you know, tried to unpack the philosophy. There's a lot of like mystical fantasy stuff in there about like other planes of existence and spirituality and, and that that it's not it's not a lighthearted comedy it's not like a it's not it's not that much fun so this is just making me depressed let's take a quick break and we'll come back with some more thoughts okay all right Okay, we're back. We're back. We're still talking about Barbie. Um, so, so yeah, so I really didn't like it. And the longer I thought about it, the more and more I didn't like it. One thing I wanted to say is that, like, as discussed last season, I need two things from a movie. I need it to be entertaining. Well, I don't even need two things from a movie. Number one is entertain me. Number two is maybe teach me something. Those are the two things I need. But the teach me something can't come at the cost of the entertainment. And that's what happened in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like that just totally, the whole America Ferrera speech totally took me out of it. And from that moment on, I was like arms crossed, pissed off, 
start, I'm going to leave and go pee and get more popcorn because that's the only thing that's going to save it me. It's starting to feel like a third year women's studies seminar. It was just brutal. Uh, no, I enjoyed women's studies and I took it in fourth year. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> but I just... Important detail to get right. That's right. I just, uh, yeah, no, I really, I didn't like it. I, I And also just a, a, like that's entertain me and maybe teach me something. And then like to be would be, and also like I give me what I expect. Like I didn't expect that from a Barbie movie. So I don't know. I didn't, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't love it, but there was like stuff to like in the first half an hour. I'm going to say the bar, all the different Barbies was funny. The Ken stuff is really funny. The, there are some good jokes. There's some, the, the Godfather stuff and the matchbox 20 thing. Yes. The, yeah. Um, some of the, like, tropes of patriarchy yes they made them very funny yeah yeah the part where i'm gonna play guitar at you and i'm yeah the part where he comes to the door and she's like i think i'm ready to be your girlfriend now and he goes can you just give me a minute and walks in a plastic house and goes yes and comes back and is like i guess i'd be okay i'm like that's very funny um but yeah overall overall thumbs down fellow canadian ryan gosling uh Yeah. yeah let's let's just do uh okay launch star launching breaker high star yeah yeah so uh, why do you think this movie could win Best Picture? Like, if if it wins Best Picture, I don't. Okay, but if it were to win Best Picture, I won't watch the Oscars again. <laughs> you want to keep going with this film? Hot take! Garbage. Holy jumping! I don't. Oh, punchy! <laughs> I'm so tired. It's five to ten. This is late for me. Yeah. It's late for you. Yeah, I'm um, having fun though. You yeah. don't seem to be. I'm sorry about I that. I am. I'm having fun. Um, <laughs> I am having yeah. fun. I'm having fun. Damn it. No, she I said love, through I love recording this with you. I just didn't like this movie. I'm allowed to be angry about it. All right. Um, okay, so then I'll give you my reasons. Are sure. you comfortable with my reasons why sure. I think Go it's the best picture? I think number one is that it's unique among its fellow nominees. There's no other movie that on made the list that much money? That made that much. Well, uh, Oppenheimer made a hell of a lot of money mm-hmm. too, but there's no other movie that is uh, purports to be a sort of musical comedy. That is this light, mm. at least superficially this light, mm-hmm. um, and that has like big energy and is an IP thing that people are familiar with. People come in with a lot of familiarity. I know that people had probably heard of Oppenheimer before and mm-hmm. heard of uh, Leonard Bernstein before, but I don't think they knew what they knew about Barbie. Like everybody, sort of the mm-hmm. ubiquity of Barbie makes it instantly popular, mm-hmm. right? It seems now like, of course this is going to make movie money and then they're developing all sorts of other toys now. Mm. Um, who's the, who makes Barbie? Is it Mattel? Uh, Matt, Mattel. Hasbro? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it's Mattel. Yeah. Well, apparently they're like licensed. They're going to make a whole bunch of other toy themed mm. things. Cause like, Oh, this is great. This is idiot proof. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, it's, it's unique and that might be, you know, if you're, if you're looking at your ballot and you're just trying to decide between the zone of interest and Oppenheimer and anatomy of a fall and past lives. And they're all sort of serious dramas. Mm-hmm. You might just be like, Oh, but there's this funny one. Mm-hmm. And what the hell? Mm. I think it might have a, what the hell vote. Sure. Right. For people who are like, I don't think there's miserable. a lot of, I don't think there's a lot of Academy members that, are, that say okay. what the hell with their Oscar ballot. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Uh, I think set design and costuming. Yes. Are, is a big win. Absolutely. Right? The, the Barbie world is, exquisitely rendered yes. um the even the way it's lit yes right it's all the, like the artificiality of it but lived in artificiality mm-hmm. of it i thought it was good the costuming is obviously great great and they designed that all like to be very realistic and mm-hmm. match actual barbies and, and so on and so there's like that there's that going for it 
Greta Gerwig's also a hot Hollywood commodity. She's made three films, mm-hmm. and all three have been nominated for Best Picture, which mm-hmm. I don't think has ever happened mm-hmm. in the history of filmmaking. Little, Little Women mm. and Lady Bird. Right. And before that, she was an actress. She still acts, but this yeah. this seems to be, and I think that um, I think that that might be an asset. Okay. Okay. So especially since she didn't get nominated for Best Director. Yeah, yeah. but it's nominated for Best Picture, and she was like a, a lot of the um, the uproar over that. Mm-hmm. I think is misapplied. Mm-hmm. As I said in our intro, like there's a lot of a lot of big name filmmakers made movies this year ah. and didn't get nominated for Best Director. Mm-hmm. Um, it is strange that films that get nominated for best picture don't have best director but there's 10 best picture nominees and only five best director nominees did everyone who got nominated for best director are all of them best picture nominee films yes there you go and as a producer her film is nominated if it wins she'll be up on stage collecting a statue right as will margot robbie yes who is a co-producer um so i think that that's um an asset for the film is that Gerwig's a, a big deal. I think also, um, you know, it may receive a lot of votes uh, through sort of a, a female empowerment lens, mm-hmm. right? Because again, Gerwig n- nurtured this thing from concept to writing to uh, overseeing the whole project to casting. She brought Margot Robbie and they worked together and collaborated. It's got a female dominated cast at least in terms of population, it can be argued that Ryan Gosling is the, 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 the de facto lead, mm-hmm. right? And the focus of the narrative actually ends up being about man, Ken, handling his feelings and, mm-hmm. and so on. Absurd as he is, the movie becomes about that. But it's really about female empowerment. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way a lot of people are reading it that aren't Me? as hateful about it mm-hmm. as you seem Ouch. to be, my love. Ooh. Wow. Well, of you, I can take. see your face. Nobody else can see your face. They can oh. hear your voice. I'm looking you in the eyes and I can just see. We like, shouldn't be recording this at 10 o'clock at night is what this really means. Withering I'm hatred. I've got a headache now. I want to go to bed. All right. All right. Uh, the huge popularity yes. has to be taken into account. Mm-hmm. It made $100 billion or whatever it made. <laughs> um, it's got two acting <laughs> nominees. It's got yep. Ryan Gosling and America Ferrara. America mm-hmm. Ferrara has been nominated solely on the strength of that speech, which mm-hmm. actually pisses me off because that recognize it for what it is it's good screenwriting it's It's not it's not well acted Mm -hmm. right it's she she's fun the the scenes that are are, that are better are maybe the scenes between her and her daughter it's Mm -hmm. a little more touching they seem to have a real relationship but clearly that that speech is the reason and then it's got the big musical numbers and dance sequences and, and that harkens back to an older version of hollywood that some people yeah, maybe longing for. Yeah. So I think for those reasons, taken into account, I think that there may be a way for an Oscar voter to, to look at this film and say, yeah, this is my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that that's likely to happen? No, no, I'm I agree with you. And while this is the first movie that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I can pretty safely conclude having seen five of them. Mm-hmm. Of the five I've seen, this is my least favorite of the five. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this year's uh, Avatar for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'll end up being in my top, or excuse me, my bottom two or three yes. films. Um, I don't know that it'll be my last one because we just haven't seen everything yet. Do you think in ninety seconds you can get through all the why it might not win? Uh, yeah. Okay. I could. Um, Wrap it up. It's not an art house film. Yep. 
so you know it tends to be that yep. movies that win best picture come from smaller production companies and their art house films i think that it's a major detriment and this is a hot take for me Alrighty. i hate will ferrell in, in this, this movie yeah i generally don't find him particularly funny except for now i think he is like <laughs> yes elf he's lovely yes uh i didn't mind him in stranger than fiction yeah he, he's done some other stuff but he's always just so turned all the way up to 11 mm -hmm. so committed to the bit it always feels improvisational it always feels like half thought out mm -hmm. um i don't find him particularly clever or witty he's not funny in this in the least and um he screams everything he says mm -hmm. and once again he's like the real human in a movie about toys mm -hmm. as he was in lego, in LEGO yeah and i just like i don't i don't get it mm -hmm. i don't get it and i feel like it's a major detriment like if i'm voting i'm remembering that performance above america forever's speech it's like right. will ferrell just ruins it and Last but not least. um the the lack of nominees for gerwig and margot robbie the controversy maybe, maybe yeah that people are like a little turned off yeah yeah i think that's the case that's let's take at. a quick break and then we get to come back with my favorite part which is matt asks me questions okay 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 matt we're back okay i'm tired we have 10 minutes of fill of tired of this Tired of everything. Yeah. <laughs> tired of this movie. Not well. I'm tired of this movie. Physically that's for tired sure. from the day. I am. I'm big like, day. A lot of food prep today. Yeah, I did all my food prep. Did a walk. Did a, did a ninety or a, a hundred and what was it? Hundred and thirty-seven minute walk this morning. Nine, we exercised nine kilometers. You and I worked out. What did I do this morning? I did something else. I took it's a, Costco. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Spent all our money all of our money at costco that's yeah. right as i do every two weeks so we're broke and tired that's right it's just not good anyways yeah just a big big day and i'm skiing in the morning all so right. so uh, this this first question i wrote down before we had this conversation and so i thought maybe you'd let the cat out of the bag now right. on the answer rather than coming in as hot as you did right hey is this a feel-good movie i don't feel like it is for me it wasn't mm -hmm. other people seem to like other people i've spoken to really really liked it and i do think they think it's a feel-good movie but no for me no okay what if uh, this is an improvising question i'm here. ready what if gerwig's point was for us to feel exactly the way we feel about it whether you mean like, like what, what, if, what if she succeeded? What if the, the actual reality was to enrage people? Like, what if, what if we, what if we're so clever? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That we figured so out. So the rest of society thinks it's a feel good movie. They're and misreading maybe, it. And maybe Greta Gerwig is like rolling around at night in her bed going like, they didn't get it. Only Matt and Christina got it. Um, I, I don't, is that I don't possible? know. Maybe. I don't know. Again, I just can't escape like that. There's a lot of anger. Yes. That but, underpins well, the whole thing. Well, and reasonably so. Like, I don't think you're supposed to feel good. No. When the movie closes. No. It ends with that stupidly obvious joke. I'm here to see my gynecologist. Right. Ha ha ha. Right. She has a vagina now. Right. And that is hilarious. I don't know. I guess. Uh, yeah. No, I, right? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I, maybe that was the point of it, uh, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I just think like the whole. It, it can be read that her final decision is to kill herself. Yes. That Barbie chooses that was to die. Exactly what I thought. Yeah, and if if Barbie's choosing to die at the end of the movie mm -hmm. and abandon her life as a plaything mm -hmm. to become a quote unquote real woman, mm -hmm. 
That's exactly and that means what her happens. Existence ends. She loses touch with all of her friends, all of her contacts, and Ken. And Ken, um, like the joke might be just to like a little glass of water thrown in your face at the end to mm. take you out of the daze that you're in, but you're contemplating the meaning of life and existence. Yeah. And I, I'm only reading it as a as a man sitting there with my wife and my daughter watching this movie. I'm not reading it as a woman. I can't. Mm -hmm. All right, but like I just. If it's not a feel-good movie, mm -hmm. then what? And we, and we then what is it? it? And what is it? And did, is that what Gerwig intended, or did yeah. she intend it as something funny? And and in which case, we think she missed no. the point. No, I think then maybe I, I want to give her more credit. I want no, to say that I she, think then you and I missed the point, and we're just viewing it too negatively because that that is our our default lens because mm -hmm. you are contagious. <laughs> It's Matt's default lens. It was not me, my default lens, but like it's been almost 17 years of marriage. It's a little bit has to rub off, especially when I'm watching movies, right? Yeah. But no, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I also don't care. Like I thought it was a stupid movie. I'd be fine yeah. to like never talk about it again. So move on. Okay. <laughs> I was going to give you your Valentine's Day present early, which was a Blu ray copy of uh, Barbie, but no, I guess it's I'll just not. return it. It's not. Okay, good. <laughs> Better not be. Okay, continue. I don't want any more movies in this house. <laughs> Ripped no, our eyeballs in movies. That's not true. You I don't know, want that movie. You know what I got you for Valentine's Day, and it's more movies. So yeah. that's not true at all. Because you get me. I, I got you, you the shelves. You I got, got you the shelves uh, for the, yeah. this you made all this happen. collection. That's right. We're sitting here in a pile of physical media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. Yeah. Okay. Came in handy for the film course. Anyways, uh, who gives the best performance in the movie? Oh, probably Ken. Do you think so? Yeah, I Ryan do. Gosling. Ryan Gosling's excellent in this. Margot Robbie's pretty good too. America Ferrera could have taken her left. Will Ferrell and like no. So yeah, I it's, think I think it's, it's Ryan Ray, Gosling. Yeah. No. There's some other. Um, but they're smaller parts. Kate McKinnon. She's just Kate McKinnon in it, dressed up like Barbie, like mm -hmm. a, like a like a messed up Barbie, right? So no, I don't think so. I think it's Ryan Gosling. He's he's funny, and like I don't think of Ryan Gosling as being a funny actor. I think of him in Drive and La La Land and right, he's not funny in those. He's dramatic. Yeah. And he was funny in Breaker High, but like that was that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So no, I thought he was probably the best performance in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I agree. Mm -hmm. He's certainly the showiest performance. I think that Margot Robbie ultimately becomes she has less to do mm -hmm. other than to be sad, mm -hmm. really, right? Like she goes from being cheery to spending most of the film. Mm -hmm existentially questioning herself mm -hmm. and her purpose and managing Ken. Yeah. And I like, I think we both didn't like that very much. No. Um, you know, if my sister bothers to listen to this podcast, mm -hmm. she's going to hate every second. I, know. Of her I was thinking that earlier. I'm like, Aaron loved this yeah. movie. Yeah. She, she feels it entirely. It hit her entirely differently. Yes. And I think that's what I come back around to is that like, if we're misreading it. We're also in the minority, I think. Yeah. 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 And I think why this movie has, like, there is some momentum behind yeah. it. It's such a juggernaut. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's sort of rescued film from, mm -hmm. from where it was going. Do I have another question? I do. I have more questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the paradox speech that mm -hmm. uh, American Ferrara gives, mm -hmm. right? The You have to be this, but also mm -hmm. that. Whatever you want to call that. Which maybe. is all true. Yeah. Um, who is the anger in that speech directed toward? Is it men or is no. it fellow women or is no, it just like hum the human condition? It's like society. It's society in general. It's the patriarchy, which you could argue is men, but really it's everybody. It's just everybody. It takes everybody to participate in it. Mm -hmm. 
because there's there's a yeah i mean i i zero in on the things that i zero in on there's one line in it where it's like you have to be attractive but not too attractive so that it doesn't offend other women or make mm -hmm. other women jealous or something like that and you have to be this but um and it, the suggestion was that like women are complicit in making women feel shitty mm -hmm. almost as much as men yeah. are there's a reason that the mean girl trope is a thing. And that ultimately, like, I think the stupidity of Ken mm -hmm. and his narrow-mindedness and, like, how 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 easily satisfied all the men were mm -hmm. was a comment on, like, why are we bothering with these bozos? Mm -hmm. Like, we're our own problem, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we need to solve this problem first. We, like, how we feel about ourselves is the only thing that really matters. Mm -hmm. Why are we conforming to any social expectations? Mm -hmm. So if it's a comment about society, I think that's interesting. I just it was clearly an angry speech, right? And I keep coming back to anger being the thing that underpins it. And again, maybe we're misreading. But... And apparently underpins me, according to this podcast. Woof. Continue. Okay, last thing. Uh people dressed up for this movie. Um Did can you they? ever yeah, people dressed up, they wore pink oh, jumpsuits. That's right. and Aaron Aaron and your mom costumes and, Elizabeth and so on. Wore, yeah, okay. Can you ever conceive of a situation where you would dress up in costume and go see a movie? I've already done it. Harry Potter. What did you dress up as? I don't as? remember. Uh, well, what did I dress up as? Like, it's one thing to wear a Harry Potter t-shirt. Like, I'm a fan of the books, but to no, like, no. be a character? No, no. I dressed up as a character. When your sister worked at Indigo, and I the wish last... I knew the name of the, the guy that Robbie Coltrane plays. Is that who Hagrid. you were? Hagrid. Were you Hagrid? <laughs> no. Cracking was... myself right up. It is late. Okay. It is late. Forgive me, darling. Uh, <laughs> no, I was Madame Hooch, who's the short-haired one that teaches them to ride on brooms in the first movie. But that was for when your sister had the indigo thing. I definitely dressed up for a Harry Potter movie, but I can't remember who I was. I don't know. Mm. But yes, uh, yes. To answer your question, yes. I can absolutely conceive of a movie that I would dress up for. Now, let me turn that question back around on you because I know what the answer is. Matt, can you ever conceive of a, of a movie you would dress up for? No. Absolutely not. No chance. No. Matt wouldn't dress up for, I mean, he could get free Although tickets I could to Comic-Con. I could paint myself even whiter for Dune Part 2. Oh, God. look like Austin Butler. That would really, uh, I don't know that you would. No, I can't look like, like Austin Butler. Um, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. So, Sad yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's fun. I think it's fun that people did that. I thought it was really cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's, that's it. That's the takes, guys. Sorry. Yeah. For depressing episode but, two. Well, we got nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Uh, sure. From here. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we're starting with what I think will end up being my least favorite movie. Because last year was a bit of a drag where like it was the fourth one in when we did Avatar and I was like, I hated this movie. And then might, it was hard to get it back. We might also have just ensured that anybody who just found this podcast and wants to listen to it never, never listens to back. it again oh well that's that's fine our listener won't mind yeah. <laughs> okay so next time we're back with what the holdovers yeah the that'll holdovers be a real a real 180 for everybody yeah yeah so make sure you tune in for that one talk soon thanks honey bye for now bye for now